We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Remember now, we're talking about the intent of the Word of God. Luke, the 17th chapter. And let's begin reading there with verse 3. Take heed to yourselves that thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. If he repent, forgive him. If he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. (laughs) You better believe it. I mean, the guy does the same thing seven times in a day, and you're supposed to forgive him? I mean, we can get by this first time, maybe the second time, but the third time you want to bust his lip. But now notice it says apostles, not disciples, apostles. We have the idea that apostles just knew everything. No, they didn't. They said, Lord, increase our faith. Well, you know, faith doesn't come by asking. Faith cometh by hearing. Now listen to what Jesus said. If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now what kind of an answer is that? I mean, they said, Lord, give us more faith. They got tired of him saying, Oh, you have little faith. They said, Lord, give us some faith. He said, Fellas, you don't need more faith. Now this is St. Charles translation. (laughs) He said, Fellas, you don't need more faith. What you need to understand is faith works like a seed, and if you had faith as a seed, you would say. Now notice, go back to the intent of the word of what Paul said in Romans the 10th chapter, the righteousness which is of faith says. Says what? The word is nigh me. Now, isn't this what Jesus is saying? He's saying if you had faith as a seed... Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but believe what he's saying will come to pass. He shall have, didn't have it then, but he shall have it, if he believe, if he doubt not in his heart, if he believes what he's saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So the saying it is involved in causing it. Now listen to what I'm going to tell you. It won't work just because you say it. But saying it is involved in working it. Now let me put it another way. A farmer won't necessarily have a harvest just because he plants. But if he don't plant, he never will have a harvest. So the saying it is important. That's what I'm saying. See, Paul said the righteousness which is a faith says. Then Paul said this is the way you're going to enter in and be heirs of the world. The promise that God gave to Abraham. Now, what does that mean? That simply means that this is our promised land. The new covenant is our promised land. God gave the children of Israel the land of promise. It was theirs, belonged to them, but many of them never made it there because they wouldn't say what God said. They died in the wilderness. And Paul said concerning these promises, all the promises of God are yes and amen. God's already said yes to it, and you're supposed to be saying amen to it. Now, notice what Jesus said. Verse 6, the Lord said, if you had faith as a seed, see, just forget the word mustard. He'd been to England, Arkansas. He said, if you had faith as a cotton seed. He's just talking about something they knew something about. If you had faith as a seed, you would say, what would you say? You would say, be plucked up, 
You hindrance, you won't hinder me anymore. But now what's the intent? See, that's where we miss it. We miss the intent of this. Now see, this principle is involved in everything. Not only in the context here. It is a principle that will work in anything. But let's see the intent of what Jesus is talking about. What is the problem? What is the obstacle in their path? Unforgiveness. It's unforgiveness. The man has done it seven times in one day. And they said, Lord, we don't have enough faith to forgive him. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. What would you say? Unforgiveness? You'll be plucked up and planted in the sea. You'll not hinder me any longer. Because I have faith as a seed and I'm saying and I can have what I say if I believe and doubt not in my heart. And the righteousness which is a faith says the word is nigh me. And the first word that comes to my mind is that I can have what I say if I believe, if I doubt not in my heart. I may not want to forgive him. I may wish to God I didn't have to forgive him. You'd rather punch his lights out than forgive him. But the word is nigh me. And if I don't forgive, I can't be forgiven. Hmm? See, Mark eleven twenty five goes with Mark eleven twenty four. And when you stand praying, forgive. For if you don't forgive, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. See, that's the reason some people kneel to pray. If you stand praying, you have to forgive. <laughs> no, it means to forgive whenever you pray. But now notice, the word is nigh this in thy mouth and in thy heart. And Jesus tells you how to get rid of unforgiveness right here. You can get rid of unforgiveness. You can do it by faith. Amen. You don't have the ability to do it. What Jesus is saying here and what Jesus was saying when he said 70 times 7, he was just making it impossible to do in the natural. He was showing you where you stood. You can't do it by yourself. Well, have you ever heard anybody say, well, you just don't know what they did to me. I can't forgive them. I've tried to, but I just can't. Well, how long have you been saying that? Well, 24 years now. <laughs> Worked real good, didn't it? You can have what you say. And you said you can't forgive and you can't forgive. Amen. Sure, you can forgive by faith. Amen. Jesus gives you the formula and the principle right here to forgive anybody of anything. Start saying, unforgiveness, you won't hinder me any longer. I'm talking to you and Jesus said you would obey me. Not because I'm so great, but because the Word is nigh me. And I have faith as a seed. Yeah, but now, Brother Caps, I'm not going to say that because I probably can't forgive them. Well, you don't have faith as a seed. Do you see the intent of what Jesus is saying here? He's telling you exactly how to get rid of that thing. Not only will it work in unforgiveness, it'll work in anything else in life. See, Jesus prophesied if you don't do his sayings, you're going to fail in life. That's one of his sayings right there. If you had faith as a seed, you would say to the object, the obstacle in your path, to the mountain, be removed, be cast in the sea. And he said, it'll obey you. He didn't say pray to God about it. He said, speak to it. Because if you have faith as a seed, the way you plant the seed of faith is by saying. And when you say, you've established something to you. You establish it down here. And then day and night, that seed will work to cause that forgiveness to come forth. Amen. And eventually, it'll be just exactly like Jesus said, it will obey you. 
In fact, it's been obeying you all these years. That's the reason people that say, well, I just can't forgive. That's the reason they can't forgive. Because they're establishing it. You see, in the book of Job, it says, decree a thing and it shall be established to you. And light shall shine upon your way. Well, that's exactly what happens. When you say, I can't forgive, you've established that. Down here is a seed and it grows and produces in abundance. And light shall shine upon your way to show you how you can't forgive. But just turn it around. Plant a different seed. I can forgive. Now I'm going to make a statement here. It may shock you. But just stay with me. It'll turn out all right. <laughs> Unforgiveness is the sin unto death. Is a sin unto death. Not the sin unto death. It's a sin unto death. You remember where John said, There is a sin unto death. I do not say that you shall pray for it. He didn't say not pray for the man. He said don't pray for the sin. Because he can't be forgiven of the sin. Because it's a sin unto death. You know why you can't pray and get somebody forgiven for unforgiveness? Because they haven't forgiven. It's not like any other sin. The prayer of faith will save the sick. That the Lord shall raise him up and if he's committed his sin, it'll be forgiven him. But not the sin of unforgiveness. It's a sin unto death. Now what I mean by that, it's a sin until the day you die. You can't get forgiven of unforgiveness as long as you have unforgiveness. Are you listening to me? Is that making any sense to you? You know why? Because it's not like any other sin. You can get mad and sock a guy in the jaw and repent and apologize and ask him to forgive you and confess your sins and it'll be as though it never happened for us. God's concerned. But you can't say, Lord, forgive me. I had unforgiveness. I've still got it, but forgive me for it. Uh-uh. No, he won't. But you see, unforgiveness is not like any other sin. And it'll be a sin until the day you die. And it may very well kill you. Because it's open door to Satan. But once you make a decision to forgive, see, you're the only one that can do that. There's nobody that can pray that off of you. Nobody. You have to recover yourself out of that snare. And you have to make a decision to do it. And there's a lot of people that think, well, I just can't do it. It's impossible to do it. But you see, Jesus told us exactly how to do it. You do it by faith. You start saying, thank God I can forgive. I do forgive. I make a decision to forgive. And faith cometh by hearing. Now, you may have to say that 997 times. But it'll work just exactly like Jesus said it would. And unforgiveness would be a thing of the past. And brother, I can tell you, when you get rid of that... You've changed some situation. You know, I'm convinced, now don't go judging other people, but I'm convinced that that is one of the major problems in the body of Christ today that causes Satan to make havoc and bring tragedy on families and situations is because of that and a lack of knowledge of it. Because Jesus said Satan has desired, which really can be translated to man, demanded to have you to sift you as wheat. When you get in that unforgiveness, brother, I mean it's an open door to Satan. But there's a way out of it. Isn't that good news? Amen. Thank God. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, for two weeks, we've been talking about the intent of the Word. Now, I know some of you have missed parts of the broadcast. Some of you missed whole days of it. Some of you have got it all but know about 20 people that need to hear this message because if you don't understand the intent of the Word of God that is written, you're going to be misled. 
For instance, the parable of the man that went for bread at midnight. Most people say, well, you know, Jesus said you just keep knocking, keep asking, keep praying, and eventually you'll talk God into it, you know. That's the way most people have understood that parable. But he said, which of you would have a friend like this? If he went to a man at midnight and said, loan me some bread because I've had someone come and I don't have any bread. I have tuna fish, but no bread. And he from within would say, we're already in bed and we're not going to get up and give you any bread. He said, who would have a friend like that? Well, answer the question. No one would want a friend like that. But he said, I tell you, though he will not give him bread because he is friend, yet because of his importunity. In other words, that means barefacedness or boldness. He will rise and give him as much as he needeth. Now, what's he talking about? It's because of his boldness of faith. In other words, persistent faith is not faith that prays and just keeps praying the same prayer, prays and believes God and just stands there and just stands there and stands there until the prayer is answered. And he goes on to say, Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened to you. Everyone that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth. So that very parable is totally opposite of what most people believe it says because they've missed the intent of the words of Jesus. That's offer number 7243. It'll be a blessing to you. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.